Hello everyone. Welcome to Detox the Design Podcast. This is your host Sanjay Reddy and I am back with a super duper interesting episode for the UI UX folks. This episode is for students who want to get into UI UX design, aspirants who want to understand what UI UX design interviews are like, and design professionals who want to change their field and get into UI UX design. Now I have a person who switched from being a product designer to a UX designer. Now his name is Prasanna Gadkari, a UX designer at Amazon. Now in this episode he talks about his journey and how he made that switch and how things worked for him. What are the main things that students or the design aspirants or even the design professionals should keep in mind while they are getting into UX design. So let's dive into the conversation. Hello sir, how has your weekend been so far? Hey Sanjay, nice to meet you again. Uh, it's been great so far. I hope that yours is also fine. Yes, yes. Uh, fortunately, I did not have a uh, lot of work to do this Saturday and I hope Monday is going to be like that. <laughs> yeah, I hope that we get enough uh, rest on Sundays as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. All right. <laughs> So the latest thing that has happened uh, in your professional life, I would like to talk about that uh, a lot in this episode. So we know that you have moved to Amazon as a UX designer. Now that brings up a lot of questions in my mind because you being from ISC Bangalore, you've worked at LNT. And then you switched fields and got into UX, right? So I have all these questions about path that has led you to Amazon. So I would like to talk about how you actually got into UX. Okay, that's a very interesting topic. I mean, uh, there is a lot of things to talk about this topic and I definitely love to tell our audience all sorts of things. So what is uh, UX all about? If you really see, so uh, like you, you're already aware that I have a degree in product design from Indian Institute of Science, Bangalore in year 2009, I completed that degree. And uh, well, I have been like you rightly pointed out uh, till 2016, I worked in mechanical companies such as Eaton Corporation and uh, Larson and Tubro in Mumbai. So while I was working on those companies, I realized that what essentially we are doing is all the products are centered on the customer. So customer centricity is something that all the companies uh, look forward to. And even when I was a manager in Larson and Tubro, I realized that effectively our job is to take care of the needs of the customers. So uh, coming from customer, if you take one step ahead and if you know the difference between the customers and users, uh, essentially, it's an extended version of uh, user experience that we tried to do. But uh, then I decided that, okay, I had enough of the stint in the product design. And uh, I felt that the IT field is growing in India. And uh, why not be at the part of the IT bandwagon that has been started? One that uh, uh, one of the biggest <laughs> factors that motivates me that, okay, I, I publicly acknowledge that there is lots of money in IT. 
and uh, why is is so we everyone knows that so so money is one thing that uh, <laughs> that like motivated me a lot uh, so switching from mechanical to it uh, through ux field is something that that uh, that was the medium for that to happen another thing was that uh, unlike mechanical where or unlike the product design where actually uh, you have a sheet of metal and once you put a hole into that metal the metal is done for good you always have undo in ux <laughs> so and the third aspect which which i think is which we all agree see like uh, when i was designing products for uh, my previous companies i used to build prototypes like uh, doing something by hand now if you just go by things like plastic injection molding or rapid prototyping or any of those technologies they are really expensive i mean just consider like a, a small small part of plastic would cost easily about 1 lakh or 2 lakh rupees uh, whereas in uh, ux when i saw you can build prototypes for free using invision and it's like boom go and do yeah and and probably what you need for ux probably for product design you need a hell lot of material you need metal probably wires probably you'll need modeling clay you had to like master the styrofoam uh, and what all sorts of tools uh, but what do you actually need for ux is probably a 2 gb ram computer which i think any person who is having a little amount of money can afford so there we are so <laughs> now professionally talking you were into product design at lnt and then you know you then moved to ux so was there a need for any certification course from your end that the companies would consider you for that role or how did that happen okay there are actually three things that worked in my favor the first thing is that i already held a degree from product design from iisc bangalore so essentially i was certified as a designer of some trade by a reputed institute that worked for me the second thing that worked in my favor was that uh, i had done a few interaction design foundation courses uh, now how much role they actually played is slightly doubtful but i will tell this much that in my during my interviews when i spoke with uh, the folks who were interviewing me Uh, i was definitely able to convince them that hey i was able to do this course so i have enough knowledge of this particular course and i am keeping myself abreast of the current happenings and the third thing that really really worked great in my favor was that there were people whom i knew in it industry and whom i have worked with in the past not like few linkedin contacts they were like real people who with whom i like interacted day in and day out for 3 to 4 years had referred me so referrals play a really big big role i feel uh, in getting the right job okay okay so this is very uh, important thing that you've mentioned because uh, you know we often have this confusion when uh, uh, somebody a, a big designer like you have switched from product design to ux design and is now working at amazon uh, as a ux designer so the question comes how did this happen you know how did a product designer take the leap and go want to become a ux designer at amazon and those are the companies that everybody wants to work for right and uh, you have cleared the interview for amazon and google as well so that is like the cherry on the top and you have like done both of those companies <laughs> so please shed some light on how you actually landed those interviews 
it was not actually an overnight process so uh, i would like uh, begin uh, slightly back when i was still a product designer from indian institute of science i learned a lot of product design stuff and then i gradually moved through the transition of learning actually how these mechanical or product design companies work so that knowledge is is the knowledge that is applicable for any field like be it product design or be it IT or any other company so it's basically the knowledge of working with teams so that is the one thing that helped me and uh, second thing is that when i was still doing my product design work uh, in larsen and tubro i started building a portfolio so while that portfolio was being built i did apply to lot of companies like uh, about 30 or so companies i had applied and i did not make through any of those companies because every time i would be interviewed there would be something lacking in my portfolio something lacking in my knowledge or there was something wrong through each interview i learned something new and when i actually was being interviewed with a company called schlumberger which is an oil and natural gas company and i was interviewed for the position of uh, mobility ux designer by that company it had culminated into i knowing like most of the things they were asking and my portfolio was by that time advanced enough to like crack that interview so that is how the transition happened and over a period of time i moved from one company like from schlumberger to uh, cisco uh to canada life because i went to canada at that time and by the time i came back i joined thoughtworks so it was a gradual transition and because i was at thoughtworks and because of all these transitions i had opportunity to work with diverse field uh, learn diverse technologies uh learn things that are different in multiple number of ways different domains so all of that effectively came down so when i was being interviewed at amazon i was able to present all these different skill sets and uh, different bits and pieces of knowledge to amazon which actually probably impressed them i'm not sure but probably it did <laughs> yeah that makes sense and now when you go to these interviews like you were just climbing climbing up the ladder so what were these people looking for in the interview like what are the questions that they ask you in the interview uh okay Do you mean Amazon specifically, or are you asking for UI UX in general? In general, I would want to ask first because just to understand the very first job interview where you switch to UI UX. So the type of questions okay. that are being asked, and then I'll later be very specific about Amazon because that is something I really want to ask. So most of the companies say, uh, like there are lot of. people out there who build a ui ux portfolio so as to say while the portfolio is great and uh, they do project a lot of skills and uh, use of diverse set of tools what actually companies are looking for are three things the first thing they look for is that whether your portfolio contains any realistic project and it's understandably so like uh, if you already have a project that's live in the market say on play store or if you, if you have built a website that they can have a look at they know that you have actually done some work which is out there available in the public so you are not just uh, prompting a theoretical uh, series of uh, thought experiments but actually you have something live in front of you so typically people will ask you this question that hey do you have something live or something that freelance work or maybe something that you have worked in the company and that you have shown in your portfolio do you have anything live the second most commonly asked question is how well do you fit in the teams 
so besides the ui ux one of the most important thing for a person who is in this field is to uh, work in a team like uh, ux is typically a medium between the product manager who is taking care of the holistic product and the development team which is going to implement your product and also the consumer so basically if you see this uh, ux is a confluence of all the three, three fields so ux needs to work in like a way that's uh, like uh creating a synergy between these three so they so normally people would want to know that what exactly where exactly are you like uh, fitting in this role so typically these companies would ask you this question that hey do you, did you face any challenges and if you are not building a theoretical portfolio you will actually have a portfolio that projects that hey this product manager actually faced a problem this is the problem that he faced uh, that we cannot show this to consumer or maybe you have to like uh, slightly make the customer experience poor to in order to say promote something or something of that sort if you can tell that will be great and the third i think the uh, most important thing is your communication skills uh, so while ux is dealing with ideas the ux designer himself should be like in position to uh, present his or her ideas using whatever medium is possible so whereas uh, when you gather the requirements you have to uh, derive insights from it being a ui ux designer and then present his insights that hey you have to do these things in order to make the product great for the customers to use and uh, you have to use a variety of medium including like whiteboard uh, paper and pencil if necessary you have to create even prototypes in order to demonstrate how the things will flow out for the customer so those are the three things which they look for when they are talking with you okay so now from the perspective of a student who is just you know graduating from a design school and he has studied let's say in interaction design how would he be able to you know crack one of these interviews like how he should prepare his portfolio because i'm sure uh, he might not have all the live projects in his portfolio so how does he go about it Yes, Sanjay, your point is pretty valid. So the first thing that students or the uh, beginners in this field, because it will not always be the student. It could be someone who has been working in a different field, say developer or maybe a graphic designer who wants to jump into UI UX. Should keep again a few things in mind. That the first thing is that no matter what, if you can, if you always can, uh, go for freelance projects or internships or. by any other means ask your friend that he can can uh, can i pick up a piece of your work and design something live for you that will be really be adding to your one experience and second your portfolio because that thing will go live and you will have something to show failing that you have to rely on show of your skills so for example if suppose a hiring manager is going to hire a lot of people for ui skills not ux but ui particularly uh, you must be someone who has great skills i mean those skills should be at such a level that you stand out from rest of the crowd how do you do that so there are multiple ways the one of the easiest way is to create a number of ui shorts on dribble because dribble is now a medium that is becoming like uh, instagram for the uh, ui design folks and uh, of course uh, talking about instagram you can always post your shorts to instagram as well but a great way to showcase your skills is these uh, social media platforms 
the the students or the people who are applying for fresh again uh, need one more skill that is the communication like i had told previously that communication is something that they really need to polish the communication comes in a multiple of ways the most important way is probably to uh, get your this thing uh, running like get the paper sketches get whiteboarding skills uh, speak to people and stuff like that uh so you should be able to communicate your ideas in a fluent way that is one of the most important skill that many of the people who are fresh in this field lack and i think that is not difficult to improve uh, given that there are a lot of resources out there and the best way is to actually speak to the folks around you that's very true that's very true and makes sense that uh, you know often um, we do not believe that you know self study can uh, do lot more things than you know Uh, rather than looking for help for some somewhere else there are a lot of resources available you're very yeah. to say that so now uh, i would like to talk about your amazon interview and your google interview so how was the sure. process like for both of these companies the process is fairly straightforward that first there is like telephonic round and then they will schedule the interviews with the technical team and uh, that likes some set up uh, there are only two steps okay that's it just two steps to the interview uh, one thing which i like to add is the second tech- there is not a single technical round there are multiple rounds and depending on the kind of team that you is interviewing you and uh, who is kind of uh, running uh, the entire show they might actually ask you a lot of questions so there will be split into multiple rounds as well but it depends on uh, uh, that particular team so those number of rounds can easily vary between at the least four rounds and uh, at the maximum it can go up to 12 rounds so that is how they split the interview that's very yeah. interesting how was yours like how many rounds did you have so i had about 12 rounds uh, when i was being interviewed with amazon and uh, basically they uh, asked a lot of question uh, most of them were technical people but few of them were not so technical they were from marketing few were from uh, the sales uh, others were just purely product managers and uh, few were the ux as well so it was like a split between a plethora of different people so that is how it went okay and is it the same process at google and uh, amazon the process at google is almost identical uh, the only difference is that the way or the kind of stuff they see in your uh, portfolio and the way they ask in your interview so that's slightly varying but otherwise yes that is more or less remains the same but at the end you chose to go for amazon as a ux designer so what yeah. influenced that uh, the decision amazon is a company which is like uh really pushing the product so when i say i have degree in product design and uh, currently i am working for uh, the amazon product line which is like the devices lab so it is a combination of both devices and ux in a combination so basically by education i have degree in ux uh, sorry in product design and i have learned ux on my own so it's a combination of those two so that is what i really found lucrative about amazon that was not being offered at google so that is where i chose to join uh, this than that <laughs> and uh, and both of them actually are part of these uh, you know fang companies so what are these yeah. fang companies and why are they special that's a good question uh 
बिकॉज नॉट मेनी पीपल नो अबाउट फैंग सो फैंग इज एक्चुअली शेयर मार्केट एक्म फॉर द टॉप फाइव परफॉर्मिंग टेक कंपनीज सो दैट इज द फेसबुक एप्पल एमेजॉन नेटफ्लिक्स एंड गूगल सम इंक्लूड माइक्रोसॉफ्ट इन दैट बट या दीज आर द टॉप फाइव परफॉर्मिंग एंड वॉट्स अ स्पेशल अबाउट डेम दे आर लाइक द टेक जायट्स दे आर लाइक द लीडर्स ऑफ सिलिकॉन वैली एंड दोज कंपनीज इफ यू गेट टू वर्क इन दोज दोज आर द टॉप टेक कंपनीज इफ यू हैव टू लर्न समथिंग मेक द इम्पैक्ट टू द मासेस एट लार्ज दीज आर द कंपनीज यू विल बी वर्किंग फॉर सो दैट्स द बेस्ट थिंग अबाउट दैम so uh, it's is easy to say like hey the device that you're using was designed by me <laughs> yeah i know i know that would be like the uh, i think the best thing that a designer can ever say to any other person you know <laughs> dream actually for every designer and uh, now i'm thinking about you know when you're working in, the, in such uh, environments where you have a crazy amount of work going and and i'm sure the challenges are also like that so how are the design challenges over there so when you speak about design challenges i would say that if you know the jeff bezos philosophy of two pizza team essentially it is like the team is really small two pizza team means that two full pizzas should be able to feed the entire team which is about 12 people it's it's like a small startup like spirit that they have and that's why they also call another philosophy which is uh, it's always day zero it's uh, basically that everyone like feels that it's a startup and everyone like rushes with that spirit in mind so teams are given fair amount of independence so basically all the design decisions that a designer has to make are uh, fairly like a startup like uh, you are free to like uh, pitch in new ideas that will improve the product you are free to go and speak with different people you have got the complete ability to go and talk to uh, your product manager or to anyone in the field talk to them about how you can improve the product what are the customer necessary things uh, if you want to get any tools you can uh, get those so it's like uh, uh, you are the owner of the entire experience that you design so that is how it flexible and how big it could be uh to make it a little uh, easier to understand or to put it into layman's term okay. i would also like you to shed some light on what is a design challenge and what is a design decision this would you know help those design aspirants who are uh, looking up to this or listening to this podcast this would be really helpful for them okay would you mind elaborating that a bit like i can give very specific examples okay so you can take examples from ux design and uh, just break okay. it down into a simpler thing that you know uh, a design aspirant can understand instead of like talking in the air i will give you a very specific example uh, of course a hypothetical one but very much realistic that first of all just imagine that uh, say you uh, that a company asks you to say design a app for say elderly people so what is the first design decision that you need to take is who is going to be a user group is it now you will say that hey that uh, is already specified that it's been elderly people but uh, whether those elderly people are from uh, the urban 
रूलर और मेट्रोपॉलिटन एरिया और सेकंड डू दे हैव एनी डिसेबिलिटीज वेयर दे लिव लाइक डू दे लिव विद देयर एनी फैमिली सपोर्ट और दे लिव इन ओल्ड एज होम सो ऑल दिस डेमोग्राफिक्स आर समथिंग दैट द फर्स्ट थिंग यू नीड टू नो दैट हु इज गोइंग टू यूज योर प्रोडक्ट और योर डिजाइन और योर एप फॉर दैट मैटर और एनी अदर थिंग्स दैट यू आर डिजाइनिंग दैट इज द फर्स्ट मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट बिकॉज इफ यू डोंट नो द यूजर यू आर गोइंग टू लैंड अप इन बिग ट्रबल now comes the second design decision that what are the things that will help your company or your client to make money so there are multiple ways for example an ad uh, would be inserted into an application in order to make money or there could be a, like a subscription model or there could be a freemium model and i recommend all our aspirants to look up few of these models uh, they are available on internet so these monetization you should know why right? you should know them because see no one none of your users are going to like the ads they are going to see in middle of their experience however your product manager would need to have them in order to make the business profitable and hey that is where your salary also comes from so <laughs> you have to make this design decision that till what level are you ready to degrade your experience or work around these monetization models to enhance the experience for the user so some of the ads for example some of the games which i have played include something like hey watch this ad and you will get some uh, free coins that you can purchase a new equipment with or something in that game so so that is a kind of making that watching that ad part a bit fun though i don't like watching it but hey i, I need that new sword to cut out that big giant which i'm fighting with for days now so so that so there are there are design decisions that you need to make to make a poor experience into a great experience i am still watching the ad but i am like getting some reward out of it now uh, the another important aspect is the design decision for development for example uh, and i suggest our aspirants to look into this as well what are the different design platforms for example ultimately what you design is going to be implemented on android or ios or it's it, so developers will have a typical framework it could be react it could be native it could be any of those frameworks so you ultimately have to speak with developers and try to understand what technical constraints they might face so though i see a number of shots on dribble i easily see them as a developers nightmare even even when making portfolio right you should be aware that hey i have designed this app to be running on an android platform and it won't run that well on the ios but during the interview you should be able to say that specifically this app is designed using material design language it is not designed for ios yet and if you want to design it for ios these are the changes that you will need to make so these are the design decisions that you need to make on day to day basis as a designer sometimes you have to catch out something sometimes you have to speak with customers sometimes you have to speak with product managers and by the end of the day ultimately your goal should be to make the users happy and to, of course to get money to the company so you have to balance between those two <laughs> very interestingly put and uh, <laughs> this is a very good point where you mentioned that you need to take a decision how much degradation that you can tolerate right so now when we're talking about you know um these design decisions and challenges and uh, portfolios and uh, for students uh, who are just graduating and etc now let's talk about the people who have already been working in the industry for some time and would like to apply at amazon or google so what kind of work should they be showing 
Yes, Sanjay, that's a great question because I'm pretty sure that many of the people are going to be in this category. So let me share how to actually land a first interview at these places, even the telephonic one, right? So the first thing is that one, that you should have a portfolio that not only speaks about what you design, but also your struggles and how you dealt with the team. For example, you can speak about a struggle such as that, hey, this particular feature was really, really important for the user. But my product manager said that, uh, hey, we cannot include this because it's very difficult to develop or maybe it doesn't make that much impact from the business point of view. So did you actually manage to convince your product manager to include this feature into the final product and how did you do that? Or typically you would feel that a reverse case in which the product manager has asked you to include a feature which is not so great for the user, like maybe putting a ad banner somewhere on the website. So how did you deal with that? How did you make the design decisions is what your portfolio should reflect. Second most important thing uh, is that you should be able to communicate your thoughts in a precise manner. So for example, at Amazon, there is something called as leadership principles. So if you adhere to leadership principles and if you are able to convey that, hey, in order to uh, get the customer satisfaction or in order to get the uh, right, do the right thing at the right time, I did this thing. That will actually put you into their cultural values along with your, their technical values. So that really helps. And the third most important thing which your portfolio and your resume would reflect is that you have been referred. So imagine you just go to their website and just upload your resume. That doesn't work well. Why it doesn't work well is simple. Like imagine that you are a recruiter at Amazon and you are going to receive about a thousand resume a day. You don't know any of those people who are going to apply. However, suppose a senior developer comes in and says that, hey, I know my friend Sanjay. He's a great person. He's a perfect designer. I have worked with him for last two years and uh, he like bought all the synergy inside, it, inside the team and clients loved him. So now they have a senior developer taking ownership of uh, that we can actually talk with Sanjay. So instead of those thousand resumes, they will actually prefer to speak with someone who is referred. So referrals are really important. Those are the key things that actually would land you interview in first place at places like these. Yeah, it's very important and uh, we do definitely take uh, referrals very uh, lightly especially what I have experienced and I have gone through this phase because being a designer you're uh, not necessarily the person who goes to everybody and talks to everybody we're not the MBA people who are you know manage connections this is something that uh, we genuinely need and need to realize that there is great importance of making contacts and those referrals really help and uh, now when we are talking about all of these things, I would like to ask you, if you can, is it possible yeah, to yeah. sum it down to, let's say, top three things that a candidate must have? Uh, sure, Sanjay. And that's very important thing which many people miss out on. The first thing I would say is your ability to think about a solution from customer's perspective. So while many designers out there are great at using tools like Photoshop, Figma, they are like the king of those <laughs> softwares. And I, I was really fortunate to have learned these tools from some of the greatest minds in the industry. However, one thing that sets you apart in these fan companies are they are all customer centered. 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल यू कैन जस्ट टेक एग्जाम्पल ऑफ गूगल दे आर ऑफरिंग सो मेनी टूल्स टोटली फ्री ऑफ कॉस्ट टू द पीपल सिक्सटीन जी बी ऑफ स्टोरेज एज ऑफ डेट इज अवेलेबल टोटली एट फ्री ऑफ कॉस्ट ऑन योर गूगल ड्राइव हु ऑफर्स दैट फॉर स्पेस सो दैट दैट इज अ ब्यूटी ऑफ दैट लाइक दिस कंपनीज एक्चुअली फोकस अ लॉट ऑन कस्टमर एंड वॉट मेक्स दम हैप्पी सो नोइंग दैट यू शुड बी अ पार्ट ऑफ दिस कंपनी यू वॉन्ट टू बी द पर्सन हु ब्रिग्स ऑल दिस टूगेदर एंड फोकस ऑन कस्टमर फर्स्ट second important skill is because you will be working in a really fast moving uh, project uh, most of the time you have to establish a leadership you have to establish a consultancy kind of role that uh, you cannot just say that hey give me the work i will design a wireframe for that no that doesn't really work for this company what you have to do is actually tell them that hey for this problem this is the solution these are the wireframes so you have to own a big chunk of the work which you are actually doing and many people uh, in particularly the modern it industries that india is supporting the customer requirements comes comes from abroad typically uh, the companies uh, which are like uh, service companies in it uh, just doesn't give liberty to many of the designers which is really sad because they are talented enough to find the requirements but they just are not given that liberty so but in these companies you have to take that liberty if you are not given and pro- present to them something that really will help the product down the line and that brings to the third skill which i already have spoken about in the past is communication so once you came up with this great idea if you can't communicate it properly using wireframes using visual tools or even using paper and pencil these are not going to really help you so you always have to push uh, your ideas uh, using whatever medium available to you uh, to the all the entire team and take the consensus on that so and be flexible with the ideas that you have because sometimes the developer will stand up and say that hey this is not possible however that is possible so be ready to tweak your idea a bit but effectively you should take the ownership and communicate the idea in a, a prominent way it's what actually makes you stand out at least that's very well put sir and i really thank you for doing this because we do not find this kind of information on the internet and uh, it is very rare that people are sharing those interviews with everyone you know so that people can uh, take advantage of this and it is not that a lot of people are not uh, wishing to work in those companies you know there are a lot of people who want to be working at those companies and yeah. hearing from you who have already cleared both the you know interviews and you are working as a ux designer at amazon yeah. this really helps so thank you for doing that and i'm sure this will help many listeners who are going to listen to this and uh, they are going to have a lot of value in this yeah i, I also really hope that uh, people get benefited out of this and uh, probably on the closing side i would simply ask the audience to have a look at something called bar razor which is very common in amazon we did not speak about yet but would be useful and there is some information available on the internet about what is a bar razor round so in the bar razor what they will do is and that is where actually your ux skills will be uh, taken to the limit is that you would be asked to do something like redesign say pinterest which is a popular website in 20 minutes and you will be probably given a wide whiteboard and you have to like continuously tell what you are trying to do and uh, you have to sketch out your solution now in 20 minutes you can't have a perfect solution but they will actually see that how customer centric your solution is uh, what you can do on your feet and probably that is the test which will help you for the rest of your career at company like amazon because that is what happens most of the time you are asked you are thrown a 
uh, into a situation which doesn't really uh, help you much <laughs> and that is where your ability to think on the feet is counted wow that's pretty <laughs> intense thank you for sharing that thanks anja i mean the pleasure is on all this side and i'm really glad that we are holding these sessions i hope that it's useful for the folks that are listening this definitely sir definitely thank you so much thank you